You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Boy, I am excited to do this podcast today. So I have been writing sticky notes like crazy and making lists because I wanted to do a 2020 year in review podcast where I kind of share some of my, I can't believe that I did that moments and some of my major wins and some of my lessons. So (laughs) I thought it would be really, really fun to kind of start with the things that I didn't know that I'd do when I started 2020. And I'm recording this on the 14th of December. This is a really special day for me because my baby girl is three years old today. I cannot believe that I'm a mom of a three-year-old. And that was such a life-changing event, becoming a mom in so many ways, big and small. But really, that was the catalyst to push me into gear, to really stepping into my role as a successful entrepreneur. I had been playing small for a number of years, ever since I left corporate, because if you followed my journey, you know that I'm a military spouse. I gave up my really awesome, cushy corporate job when I fell in love and I started over, but I was just, you know, piddling around and I I had some great clients and I got some wonderful experience, but I wasn't happy. I hadn't found my joy yet. And when I had that tiny baby in my arms and I was sitting there just like thinking about what the future was going to look like, things changed for me and I was no longer going to accept playing small. So it's a big deal that today I'm recording this podcast as the mom of a three-year-old and, you know, bless her heart. Ellie Jewell is a big, big motivator for everything that I do, because I want to set an amazing example. I want to leave a legacy so that maybe she doesn't have to go to college if she doesn't want to. If she chooses to go to college, that's great. But if she wants to become an entrepreneur instead, and I've already built something that is going to allow her to have success and joy faster and easier than going to college, I'm okay with that. Or maybe she wants to do both. Who knows? But I want to do something that makes a difference in business owners' lives today, and I want to do something that's going to make a difference in my child's life in the future, and that brings me joy, and I've found that. So things I didn't know that I'd do when I started out 2020, okay? One of the biggest things that I didn't know that I would do would be to complete an eight-month-long NLP practitioner certification program. And if you don't know what NLP is, it's neuro linguistic programming. And it's a really, really big part of coaching, and really stepping up and understanding different modalities and the way that the the mind functions essentially so that we can dig in deep and find root causes of things and do bigger, more impactful mindset work. When I started 2020, I was so grateful to be running a group coaching program and doing one-on-one coaching with ladies while still doing a lot of consulting work. 
However, I knew there was something missing. Like I always want to be a better version of myself. And so I really started looking into like, what could that be? Like, what could I pursue that was going to make me feel like I showed up as an even better version of myself to provide value to my clients? And so I decided to embark on this journey of becoming a certified mindset coach because I believed from my own experience that that was the catalyst to really pushing me to the next level. Like I said, I knew that I wanted to grow my business because I had this baby and I I wanted to create a legacy. But when I got my mind right, things really started to shift. And so I had no idea that, you know, I would also be launching a podcast. That's the other part of it. So those two things combined, I didn't know that in December, I would be recording a podcast to tell you that I was so shocked that I had become a certified NLP practitioner so that I can be a more qualified coach and show up differently and better for my clients. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Like I'm a lifelong learner. I'm always going to be adding things to my toolbox so that I can show up in the best way possible for my clients. So there's two things. I didn't know that I was going to become an NLP practitioner, and I certainly didn't know that I was going to have a podcast. The next one is I didn't know that I would create and launch a mastermind. So If this is the first time you're hearing about it, it's because in November, I quietly and by invite only launched the up level mastermind. And it's really for women who are at that next level stage of growth. They're hitting those consistent five, eight, 10 K months, and they want they want more and they want something different. They they want to scale in a different way. They want to hit bigger milestones and they're hitting different types of mindset blocks. And so that's the work that I am loving doing. We have our founders group and it is going incredibly well. So I found a journal entry that I had done um, about a year ago, uh, a little over a year ago. And it said that I wanted to create a a mastermind and I had started to map it out. And so clearly I manifested that on some level and it's a reality now and it's mind blowing. And so not only did I launch a mastermind, okay, this month I officially launched the <laughs> up-level alumni membership and it's an exclusive membership for women who have coached with me previously. And this is because there was demand and the group coaching programs and the one-on-one continue to get such results and create such a sense of community that ladies were like, I can't possibly be done working with you, Melissa. So what can we do? So I pulled together some of my own thoughts and then pulled in some wonderful women from the July cohort and we mapped it out. So we have an actual alumni membership. And the only way you can be part of that is to have coached with me previously. And it's phenomenal. So I've really just like solidified the way that people can work with me. So now I have the up-level group coaching program, and that's my six-month program. And that I will say is my signature program. I still work in a very limited capacity one-on-one with coaching clients. We have the mastermind for next-level mindset and growth. And then we have the back-end alumni membership for for the follow-on mindset support, the continued community and accountability. And then of course, I still work in a consulting capacity with established entrepreneurs who are looking to scale, grow their teams, optimize their membership sites, whatever that unique, you know, thing is that they're looking for me to come in with my strategic brain and my operations background to take them to the next level. So Anyway, I feel like my offer suite is finally where it's supposed to be, and it's meeting the needs of my audience at every stage of their journey. So that is really exciting to me. The other thing that I didn't 
know that I would do is I didn't know that I would coach over 125 women in 2020. And that's a combination of group coaching and one-on-one and also some guest coaching I'm doing over in my friend Natalie Gingrich's groups um, in inside of the ops director certification program, um, the DOO program. And so that is incredible to say that I have touched the lives of over 125 women in 2020 in terms of their mindset and their business growth is mind blowing to me. And I'm just so honored. So if you're one of those women, thank you. Thank you for letting me be part of your journey. And I'm so excited to continue on with so many of you. So those are just some of my sticky notes. I have a whole heap of them. Um, (laughs) The next one is I had no idea that I would end the year with a team of eight women, eight women, core members of my team from all over the world with all different backgrounds and ethnicities. And we are really amazing, cohesive team. And I think I've done a really good job trying to stay out of the way as much as possible and really learn to trust them and and delegate the results and the outcome and allow them to say, hey, I can do this better and faster than you and here's how we're going to do it. And that's not to mention that I, I also have a podcast management company and I have a fractional CFO. And so I have a big team and it's incredible. And, and that's going to be a podcast episode of its own is really talking about you know, how I believe in cultivating team and growing it and what to look for in people. So that's another just like mind blowing piece of the behind the scenes puzzle of, of all the excitement that has come to be and 2020 has been a hard year, as you know, like, it's not all, you know, rainbows and roses by any means, like this has been hard. But what I have done is trusted the process and leaned in on my support groups and my coaches and certainly my friends and family and, and obviously my team, but to really be able to say, hey, like we can do this better together. I also had no idea that I would more than double my income this year, more than double. 2019 was a huge year of growth for me in my business. And this year I've more than doubled it. And I that's brought up some major mindset you know, work for me. One of the biggest things is learning how to celebrate big financial wins. And I can say I've gotten better at it. I, I'm not perfect, but it's something that, you know, I continue to work on and I help my clients identify it a lot sooner than I was able to. If you have money mindset issues that come up, like I want to celebrate money with the women that I work with. And it's so, so important. I remember calling my sister and saying like, oh my gosh, I did a $40,000 launch without any advertising and it was solely based on word of mouth and referrals. And I am terrified and I don't know how to celebrate this. And she was like, you have to celebrate it. Like you have to go do something for yourself and you need to be so proud of what you've accomplished. And, you know, that was, that was mind blowing because I did a a launch in a week and a half that generated more sales than I made in a year as a teacher. Like that stuff will mess with your head if you don't have the right people around you to help you celebrate it and be able to say like, this is powerful and this is amazing. And this correlates with the difference you're going to make in so many people's lives. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. A couple of weeks ago, I, I text my husband and I said, 
we're not even done with the week yet. And I've already done $18,000 in sales. Like I know I need to be excited and I'm more excited than I would have been six months ago. I'm learning how to celebrate this, but it still doesn't come naturally yet. Right? Like celebrating money is something I'm going to continue to have to work on. And that's deep rooted in so many things. And that could be like a series of 25 podcast episodes, to be quite honest. So if you're hearing this and you're like, that's me, just know it's deep rooted work and it's okay. And it's normal. And talking about it is really, really helpful. So I couldn't have done what I did this year without my team. I couldn't have done what I did this year without an incredible support network. I couldn't have done it without my audience and the people who choose to invest in me and refer people to me. So I am so grateful, so incredibly grateful because it's humbling. It really is to be able to sit here and think about where I was in terms of mindset this time last year and even though I was playing much bigger than the year before, I was still playing small in comparison to what was truly possible for me. So let me just look at my list here um, to see if I've missed any of the ones that I put down on paper. You know, there are just so many things to share and celebrate. And one of the biggest things is something really, really simple in terms of what I learned this year. I learned that affirmations work. I am the least woo mindset coach you're probably ever going to work with because I am a science brain. Like my my traditional background is I have a master's of science in agriculture. Like I like science. I like to understand things. So I tend to be really resistant to things unless I can really understand like where does this come from? How does this work? I like to know the how. So affirmations and back to the money piece is something I decided to dive into the beginning of last year, and I started using the five minute journal. And if you're somebody that's like, I don't have time to journal, I have small kids, I have a busy life, give the five minute journal a chance. It's a really simple tool. And that's why I love it because it's simple. And it taught me how to use affirmations with ease. And I started affirming the level of revenue in terms of a business that I wanted to create that was sustainable. And I didn't even believe it when I started writing it down. I knew it was possible, like with a lot of work and at some point. So affirmations are supposed to help us train our brain to believe things that we want to be possible and we know are possible. It's not to be like huge far-fetched goals that we're never going to be able to, you know, reach because of some type of obstacle. That's not it at all. But I started writing a number down on paper that I am building a blank sustainable business, right? In terms of revenue. And I will tell you that I did it out of sheer principle and to give it a shot. And 90 days in, I'm not, I didn't have some timer or a reminder on my calendar, but approximately 90 days in, I started realizing that when I would write an affirmation around that money goal and about building a sustainable business around it, I looked at it so differently in terms of, oh my gosh, this isn't big enough. So I went from writing something that I didn't even believe to be possible to looking at that number I was putting on paper and saying, I better up my game. And so the learning in this is affirmations are powerful and they work and you have to be prepared to increase your goals or what are you going to do when you achieve the goal maybe sooner than you thought. And that's one of the things that I wrote down here is your goals may need to get bigger sooner than you thought. So that's why when I work with my clients and we do goal setting work, I don't just say, oh, let's set your 90 day goals or your, you know, quarterly goals and your annual goal. Like that's goal setting in a very, very like narrow focused approach. I want you to go out into the place where you're going to have already achieved the goal and be there and see how it feels. What does it look like? What's different? What's now possible? What have you given up? Because that also allows you to think about what's next. I remember when I hit my first 10K month, and I've shared the story before, and I was paralyzed with like, 
just not knowing what in the world to do. Like, what am I supposed to feel? What am I supposed to do next? Because I'm so programmed to do the next thing and the next big thing and the next big thing instead of just being in the moment. And so I reached out to a client of mine who's also a mentor. And he said, I want you to now focus on making that sustainable. I want you to hit 10K months three times in a row. And once you've done that, you'll know that that is your new benchmark. And then you can start looking at, okay, what's next? Is it 12K months? Is it 15K months? And that alone allowed me to have so much release and just kind of enjoy being in that space. And I did it. I did it. I did 10K months three months in a row. And and actually they went up. I think I did a 10K, a 12K, a 12K, a 15K, 16, 18. Like I remember it was just going up and up but you want to know something? I'll let you in on a little secret. So that was in 2019. And so here comes 2020, January of 2020. And you know what I set for a goal for myself? A 10K month. I played small. I wanted to protect myself. I didn't want to set myself up for failure. Those are all limiting belief, like money mindset issues at its finest. I'm telling you that as a mindset coach and somebody who looks at things differently now. And that's my learning. Like I needed to have set bigger goals for myself. I needed to stop protecting the fear of failure and just be able to put myself out there and realize like, wow, what is it going to look like when this happens and what else is next for me? So if you tend to err on the side of I'm going to play it a little bit safe, I want you to challenge yourself to look at it differently. Go out to where you've already achieved the goal and think about, okay, what is next for me? It might be sustainability. That might be your next goal. And that is a fabulous goal. The other thing that I learned this year more than ever, and, you know, it's a really basic saying, it's okay to not be okay. But I want to share that because I think it's important to say that in business as well. It's okay to show up to your mastermind or your group coaching or your safe communities and be like, I'm not okay right now because there are other people who are not okay. And there are people who are okay this week that weren't okay the week prior. And people want to support you now more than ever and rally around. So if you're not okay, it's okay to say that. And I want you to look for communities where you can be safe and be able to show up how you are and who you are in the moment. And if you're not part of the Up Level Lounge, the free group over on Facebook yet, I invite you to come because that is something that I can say with confidence that we foster a safe place to show up and be who you are and and who you need to be in the moment. So come join us because we will have your back, whether it's to celebrate or to lift you up and, and just be there for you and hold space if that's what you need. And that ties me to the next thing I have jotted down. Share things with your significant other. My, I have a wonderful husband and he is not an entrepreneur. He's a fighter pilot and he doesn't always understand what my world looks like, but he tries to understand it and he can't understand it if I don't share with him. And so I really devoted a lot of effort this year to bringing him into my world and having him understand what frustrations and wins look like in my space. And it wasn't always easy, but he was always willing to have the conversations with me. And I will say that the growth that I've seen this year in terms of our relationship when it comes to supporting my business is tremendous. He's always wanted to support my business, but he's not always known how. And that's really a lot on me because I never gave him the tools in terms of the understanding to be able to do it. And He is my biggest fan, and he is also my accountability person when my mindset isn't really where it needs to be. And he will gently call me out or say, hey, you know, I've heard you talk about this before. Maybe maybe you should spend a little time. And 
Speaking of time, I'm horrible at carving out time for myself. I'm really, really bad at it. And he is really good at reminding me that I can have whatever time I need. If I need time on a Sunday and I need to, you know, record a podcast or I need to just catch up on emails or be creative, he will make that happen. And I resist because I'm stubborn. (laughs) Imagine that. But he, you know, is persistent in his support for me. And that's because I've let him into my space. And he's come to understand that mindset really matters in the work that we do. And it's helped, you know, obviously in my business, but also in our relationship too. So I encourage you to to look at the conversations you're having with your your spouse or significant other, husband, whatever that that relationship, you know, title is for you and saying like, how can I allow them to support me more? Because when you're not okay, it's going to be a lot better if they're willing to come beside you and understand how to support you in the way that you need to be supported. So I've shared that, you know, I played small at the beginning of last year. I set goals that were <laughs> probably really insanely small and really safe, but that's because I didn't know how to understand that, you know, I was already able to achieve those things. I hadn't gone out there and like sat in the space of of being and and realizing that, okay, just because I hit a milestone doesn't mean I have to jump to the next one right away. And giving myself permission to understand that sustainability, creating a sustainable business is a goal in itself. And it's really, really important work. I have to constantly learn how to celebrate new levels of success. And it's something I'm working on and giving myself permission and grace to understand that it's okay that this is a work in progress because I'm better at celebrating wins in terms of money and milestones than I was last year at this time. And that is huge. So one thing I say a lot to my coaching clients is it's not about achieving the goal as much as it is going on the journey. Your success is not defined by the goal and the achievement of the goal. It's about going on the journey, learning, um, taking the little lessons and, and compiling those into, you know, bigger, bigger habits and changing yourself for the better and being willing to learn and say, how can I do this better? One of the biggest things, and this is going to sound like, sure you did, Melissa, but truly, I made decisions like a CEO this year. I made decisions like a multi-six-figure business owner. Instead of small Melissa, I played big in terms of the decisions I made. I didn't always hire the right fit team members. And instead of just making do or worrying about how they were going to feel, I made sure to, you know, put the business first in, in circumstances that I wouldn't have done in the past. I decided, you know, what to invest in based on what were my future goals? Does this really make sense holistically in terms of my business, my personal development and the gains it's going to get for my clients? So making decisions like the person that you want to become is absolutely critical in the work that you're going to do in terms of mindset and stepping into that version of yourself that you're becoming. And like I said earlier, I I did, I really learn to rely on my team. And that's part of the making decisions as a CEO, because I needed to be in my zone of genius as much as possible. So I could show up and make transformations in terms of the work I was doing one-on-one with my clients or in group coaching. And in order to do that, because if I try to do everything that I've accomplished this year on my own, I wouldn't have accomplished it first and foremost, but I would have been working 24 seven. And that's not why I started this business. That is not why I you know, created everything I've worked so hard to create. I can't do it alone and do it well 
and, you know, protect my mental health and my well-being and my joy and all the things. So I had to rely on my team. So the growth and the accomplishments this year are not mine alone. They are, they are the result of a bunch of um, incredible women supporting one another and just pushing forward to get results and stay true to everything that we've set out to accomplish. And so I really want to wrap up this podcast and round out this year with thanking my team and thanking my clients and thanking my husband. Like without those three things, without incredible clients and an incredible community and an incredible team of women and a super supportive husband and wonderful daughter, you know, and my nannies, like I could not have had the growth and be able to sit here and record this podcast and celebrate these things that are really hard to celebrate individually, let alone collectively, as I look at this, this collection of, you know, sticky notes that are on the table right now. But I did this with all of you. And so thank you. And I want this to be inspiring for each one of you. And I want you to know that it's not easy, but it's possible. And that's what you have to remind yourself. And you don't have to get here tomorrow in terms of wherever your goal is, but taking little steps each and every day to continue to push forward to become that version of person that you know that you can be is all you have to focus on. So as we round out this podcast together, I want you to take some time right now as whether you're in the car or you're making dinner or folding laundry or at your desk, wherever you're at, and sit for a few minutes and think about where are you going to be this time next year? What is it going to look like in your business? And how's it going to feel? And then what's next? And then work backwards from there and start setting goals for 2021 that that align with that vision that you have for yourself one year from now. And start to look at goals on a deeper level and what's possible in terms of your business. Because I am excited because I know that there is so much potential that you're harnessing right now. And I want to help support you in letting that out and really working through those mindset blocks and issues that are coming up and that are holding you back from really becoming that version of your best self and that six-figure CEO or whatever it is, whatever your definition of success looks like. So thank you for being part of my community. Thank you for being my audience and showing up week after week and just, you know, taking hopefully little nuggets and implementing them to continue to grow your business on your terms. Have a great rest of your year. And I hope that you soak up some time to really just relax and rejuvenate because you've worked hard and you're going to work even harder in 2021 and it's going to be exciting. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Uplevel Lounge podcast. If you're ready to take massive action in your business and want the guidance and accountability to get you there, head over to melissafrolick.com to find out the ways we can work together. See you here again next week. 